It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club! Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> All right, Pittsburgh Steelers fans, welcome back to part two of the Steelers preview. I'm Jeff Hartman, senior editor behind the steelcurtain.com. Joining me as always, Brian Anthony Davis and Dave Schofield. Brian is checking himself out. He'll check back in here in a second, but <laughs> Dave and I are here. Dave, let's talk a little bit. You know, we talked at the end of part one about Melvin Ingram and the trade. Now I think it's important. I did this article for the website, updating the outside linebacker depth chart and Taco Charlton is now on it, and he's expected to be that guy that Ingram was. What are what's what should expectations be for Steeler fans? I think that's what the common question is. We've heard Taco Charlton's name before. He was drafted before TJ Watt in that draft. What should expectations be in your mind for the fan base? Ooh, expectations are. Don't think just because he was drafted ahead of TJ Watt that you have anything <laughs> close to TJ Watt. Um, he is not the same. Yeah. Yeah. He's not the same style of outside linebacker. He's more of a 4 3 defensive end, which I know some people say, well, aren't they? No, they're not. He he could play defensive line if he had to. He's a he's a thick, thicker, you know, bigger, stronger type player. I don't think he's a guy you want to have dropping into coverage. If you know what I'm saying, I wouldn't, that's not something I would put him on the field and then ask him to do a lot if I was the Steelers. Um, I mean, you can't say never because then you, you, you know, what's always going to happen and that it's not going to be a threat. I think, I think Tuska would be uh, more lined up to do that. Um, in my opinion, 
but bottom line is you're really looking at the at the TJ and Alex show. You really are with the other guys just filling in absolutely not absolutely, but filling in when they need to, but not nearly to the level that you would have had when, when Ingram was here. But at the same time, you know, Alex Highsmith played hundred percent of those snaps. That was against that was the Seattle game, right? They yes. played hundred yeah, percent. Yep. So yes, that's it's I don't know that it's going to affect the Steelers all that much. I just think he's a little bit of a different style than what you're going than than what you're going to see. Um, otherwise, in my opinion, but I really don't know all that much about him. I know he struggled everywhere he's been so far. So hopefully he can, you know, get a career resurgence in Pittsburgh. The one thing I I want to make very clear is a lot of fans were like, oh, you guys traded away depth. We just traded away depth for a six-round pick. Yeah, if, if an injury happens at a lot of positions, there's not going to be a person just waiting to come in that's like, and we're fine. It is We're not going to miss a beat. I mean, think about if Najee Harris were to have a, a sprained ankle and has to miss a game. There's going to be a pretty, pretty steep drop-off in talent there. If you look at even someone like Devin Bush or Joe Schobert, yeah, you have Robert Spillane, but it's just not the same in terms of talent level. Injuries happen, and so you the Steelers made an educated decision, and it, they thought it was for the betterment of the team, the locker room, the organization, and they like Taco Charlton enough. I think the Steelers are very fortunate that they had Taco on their practice squad for the last month. This isn't a player that's coming in and having to learn the system. He knows it because he's been there. He's been in it. I, I said this on my Let's Ride podcast. I think sometimes people think practice squad players are, uh, you know, sitting there watching practice on the sideline. They're in it. They're they're doing everything. And a lot of times they're scout team and stuff like that. Brian, we were talking about expectations for Taco Charlton. In your opinion, what should be logical expectations for the fan base? And I believe you said eating bonbons as well, which I thought was really funny. Yes, you did. Uh, <laughs> I, I, was, I mentioned that one time to you guys before the Slack channel. I was, I was afraid you didn't know what I was referring my to. Dad, so my dad, my mom. Jeff used that phrase. Real quick sidebar. My mom's been a teacher. She retired recently over 40 years. And he, and he would say in the summers, she probably just sits around eating bonbons. Like he used to always say that. Yeah. He's going to work. Are you yeah, probably sitting was, eating bonbons? I heard that, yeah. Yeah, so I'm, I'm glad you did that. I'm that's the same context I've always heard that phrase. So, yes, anyways, go ahead. Go ahead you know, Taco Charlton is, yeah, he has disappointed in a lot of places, but we have seen these guys, and the Patriots always did a really good job of taking these guys that have disappointed in a lot of places and then come back and fit into their system really well. And we've talked about this a lot about the Steelers as well as. The Steelers are a pretty good destination for a team sometimes that need the culture, for a player that needs culture and to be in a good situation. So I and right now I, I feel the Steelers are one of those teams. Taco Charlton looked pretty good. I know his PFF grades weren't that great, but I don't consider PFF grades. I consider the bride test or the eye test. And what I see. When and I that, that guy was I was playing with a passion. He know he probably knows this is his last chance, but he also knows what it's like to play for a Super Bowl champion team as well, because he played with the Kansas City Chiefs in the big one two years ago. So I really like the fact I I think Taco Charlton had a lot to do with this decision that they made because they could have just said, "Hey, 
I understand you're not happy. We're going to do our best here, Mel, but we, we can't afford to lose you. But then you look over and you see Taco eating his bonbons and you're like, all right, put down the bonbons, Taco. Come on in here. You've got a chance. And guess what? Taco is could work out for them. So I absolutely love it. And I keep on wanting to say Taco. People in the live chat are misconstruing what I said about injuries. I, I said that injuries are inevitable. And I said, not every position do you have someone that's just going to come in and just you know, pick up where the person in front of them left off. I never said you once. You can't that, do that the whole way right, across the board. Injuries are going to happen. They've already happened. I mean, look at the groin club. It's It continues to expand every week, it seems like. So, you know, mm-hmm. I understand that 2020, the, yeah, injuries derailed that defense. 2017, when Ryan Shazier got hurt, derailed that defense. I'm not suggesting. I'm saying that Melvin Ingram was quality depth. Yes, they lost that. They have Taco Charlton. There you go. Okay, let's get into um, what was I going to talk about next? Let's talk about the division a little bit. Let's talk about the division. Now, we're going to be on Sunday for another AFC North recap podcast. The Baltimore Ravens, the Minnesota Vikings, the Cleveland Browns, and the Cincinnati Bengals square off in Cincinnati. Gentlemen, I want to ask you, at at this juncture of the season, are you thinking Steelers have legitimate shot at division, or are you just thinking... Key pace in the AFC, just get a spot in the playoff dance if you're looking that far down the road. Brian, what do you think? They have absolutely a legitimate shot in this division to win this division for the second year in a row, and I I really think it could happen. They have to take care of business. But as far as getting help, help's going to come because these teams are going to be playing each other, and we're we're having a situation where that's going to happen this weekend. You have Cincinnati and you have Cleveland. And I know what uh, I've already prepared the rooting guide. I know what uh, the rooting guide says who to root for here, but you might have a problem with it because you have to decide, do you want to kill off Cleveland's year right now? Or do you want to have Cincinnati closer to you and and, uh, hope you beat them in a couple weeks? So that's the big decision that has to be made with that on who to root for this weekend. But Cleveland-Cincinnati is a very interesting game. They're going to take each other out. Somebody's going to take one of these teams out. No matter what happens, it's going to be better for – it's going to be good for Pittsburgh because we know one of your rivals are definitely going to lose unless that tie comes into play. So who are you rooting for, Brian? The rooting guide says, no, root for, "Who are you rooting for?" Wait, 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 wait. The rooting guide <laughs> says, "Root for Cleveland." It says, actually says, "Root for Cleveland." I'm, I can't, I just can't do it. Uh, listening to your Let's Ride the other day about how much you hate Cleveland, I hate them more. I complete. <laughs> I love the fact the uh, the uh, name for uh, just calling him the big turd, Miles Garrett. I mean, I've. Yeah. <laughs> And Everyone should know who I'm talking about if I talk about the giant turd. It's just the giant opinion. turd. Um, man, the guy's fantastic, though. They, but Baker's not, and I just cannot root for Baker Mayfield. Uh, just I can't, and I can't root for Miles Garrett. Uh, so I have to root for Cincinnati in this game and hope the Steelers take care of business. No, I expect the Steelers to take care of business when they play them on the 28th, and you got to do that. But and the idea of killing off Cleveland doesn't mean they're killed off, but at three and five 
excuse me, at four and five at this point in the game, they're definitely going to have some problems getting back in. So I can't wait for this game. This isn't like a couple of weeks ago during the bye where I'm doing stuff with family and doing laundry and not paying attention to football. I am definitely paying attention to Cleveland and Cincinnati this week. What about you, Dave? What do you think? Well, first of all, going back to the to the big turd. All right. <laughs> I'm sorry. But, but every time he's mentioned and you talk about it in that Gotta go back, especially with with because of Jeff in honor of his of his let's ride ride or die crew on his Tuesday evening. He's gotta he's gotta send out his his mailbag question, and he always has a gif of Shooter McGavin. Shooter McGavin from a, the great movie Happy, Happy Gilmore. Gilmore. What do yeah. they say about Happy Gilmore? What was the joke about him as a hockey player? He held one record. He was the only guy to ever take off his skate and try to <laughs> try stab, stab someone. And say that as a joke. But at the same time, you could say that Miles Garrett is the only guy who ever ripped the guy's helmet off and tried to hit him with it. It's, it's, it's on the same level to me. So I always think about that there. So I, I, that's my comparison. I've always that's thought so about good. that. There. That's yeah. so good. I never <laughs> thought about that. <laughs> If oh, I, I've always thought about that. Every time, I think I'm the only person who ever took off my skate and tried to stab a guy. Is that um, goal regulation <laughs> size or what? <laughs> anyway, back to that game. Which, by the way, we never did the the the, the Bears injury report. I just thought I'd throw that out there. Um, getting fun. back to the, getting back to the to the game. All all logic and numbers, and you know I'm a numbers guy, tells you that you should be pulling for for Cleveland because you want you want Cincinnati losing and bringing them further back, giving them a divisional loss because they are two and zero in the division. Uh, that would help out the Steelers um, since the Steelers have already lost to them. But part of you just got to be like, this could put the dagger in the Browns in a bad. I mean, it puts them in a bad spot. It really does. So do you? Either way, you're going to be happy that one of the teams lost, no matter what. But unfortunately, one of them are going to have to win. So, oh well. Just like the Baltimore Cincinnati game, I don't think I'll be, I won't watch it because I literally can't stand both of those teams. I don't want to watch Joe Burrow. I don't want to watch Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield sucks, by the way. And I don't want to watch any of it. I really don't. Um, well, why don't you, Dave, read off the injury report for the Bears while we have a moment, and then we'll. Get I don't know how many of these players are important or not. I don't know. Oh, well, there's the two that you know, are. Enough, but there's two. I, I was even going to say three. Okay, one, Khalil Mackfoot did not practice. He he was close to going on IR before the last game, but they didn't right, do it. That's what I thought. So I would be surprised if he's ready to play for this game, and that's huge. That's enormous. Now, I also say. One of you know one of my first articles with behind the steel curtain was when Khalil Mack got traded about how the Steelers weren't going to face him. It didn't matter because when he played for the Raiders, Marcus Gilbert shut him down. But that was how long ago was Marcus Gilbert? I mean, he's retired now. Yeah, you know, so it's been a while. But having him not in the equation would be a good thing. Um, then you got Al Ogletree, the linebacker. He didn't, he didn't practice. And then running back Damian Williams did not practice. And they, but one thing that's not on the injury report is they did start the window to return for, is it David Montgomery, right? Is that the running back that was on the, yeah. Yes. I'm, I, I thought I had the right first name. I thought it was the same as mine. Um, but I don't know if, you know, 
like with the Steelers, how they brought them back to practice but didn't put him back on the roster right away. I'd be really surprised if he ends up on their roster for Monday. Um, anyone else on the list that really matters? J.P. Holtz as a Nick, tight end. I mean, they have Nick three Holtz. other tight ends ahead of him. You know, Nick Foles. Jeff, Jeff has his jersey. Yeah. Who? Yeah. J.P. Holtz. Yeah. And then the other one was Eddie Jackson, <laughs> a, a defensive back, didn't practice with the hamstring. So Eddie Jackson is Eddie Jackson's a very good player. Uh, I don't I, I don't uh, know that, NFC teams. That's actually significant. Uh, the uh so yeah, there's that's a good defense, but uh with Ogletree and Mac and Jackson, if those guys aren't in there, the Steelers really have no excuses because they are left with their the one guy that's healthy is Roquan Smith, and he is absolutely fantastic. Um, he they're saying that he is becoming he's becoming even more important than Mac on that defense as becoming of the face of the defense. And that's something that you would have heard last night on know your enemy um, when that show was on, but it's, it's really interesting. These guys, those are three guys on the defense that I think that are very significant. Good to know. Good names. I mean, yeah, for sure. Let's do a little over under. Then we'll do our predictions. We'll get into trivia. This is not a lot of over unders. Here we go. Over under Ben Roethlisberger attempts. 28 and a half, Brian, over under. I'm going to say over, but I'm going to say slightly. And I'm going to go with, uh, I, I believe it's uh, either you or Dave said this this week, that um, the ideal is 25 to 35 for Ben. And if you're, yeah. was that you, Dave? Was that no, that's Jeff? Was that, no, that's that was you, Jeff. Window, yeah, yeah. And yeah. so, I mean, that if he stays in that window, that that's fine. So, I mean, I can see it being slightly over. Um, they're definitely going to try to run the ball in this game, but he's still going to kill you with a pass. Dave, twenty-eight and a half over under. Jefferson Hartman, fantastic job setting that line. That's a really good place to put it. Thank I you. would have put it right, you know, 28, 29 is the magic number. I'm I want it to be under, but I'm going to say that it's slightly over, but I'm I'm hoping it's not more than 30. Okay, I'm gonna say under. Najee Harris rushing yards. I was tempted to set this in triple digits, but I didn't. I set it at 92. Ooh, Brian that's Anthony another Davis. Good one. I've done this for a while. Um, <laughs> Brian over under. You know, I can't help but going over with this guy. I just think he's hitting his stride. And I really feel yeah, Dave made a comment earlier on the show about Justin Fields and shining on Monday Night Football. I could really see Najee Harris announcing to the world, you know, sure, he was he was rookie of the month this year and he finally got his due. But we've seen other lists, rookie lists where he's not even on. But I, I just see him just announcing to everybody, I have arrived. And Mr. Chase in Cincinnati, you have company as the great rookie this year. I can, I can just see that happening. And him on the bright lights, the big stage at home, man, I just picture it. I, I see him after the game doing a, a post-game interview smiling. And I, I can see that happening over and over in my head. I hope I'm correct with that. But I think I take the over with Najee. I, I think he's going to do it. Dave, over under 92 yards. I'm going over. I, did, I said it on Stat Geek this morning 
that the Bears, when it comes to their defense, they're actually more known for as a path. They're 11th in the NFL in pass defense. They're 25th in run defense, but they're but they've been behind it in a lot of games. So teams are running the ball. I'm saying over. I'm I'm th- I'm with Brian. I think he has a big game. Najee Jerome Harris receiving yards. <laughs> you didn't answer, Jeff. Oh, I'm going to say over. I think okay. he goes over 100. <laughs> Najee Jerome Harris receiving yards 63 over under, Brian. I'm going to go under slightly. <laughs> I, I could see him getting about 40. What did he get? 20 something last week, but he had a he had a really nice game with 91 rushing yards. You know, I've uh, he has the potential to break one every single week with the way they're the way they're uh, using him in the passing game. But, you know, I mean, I, I'd say 35 to 40 right around there is is your sweet spot. So uh, let's go slightly. Dave, what do you think about Najee Jerome? I'm going under in the receiving yards this week because I wasn't just going over in the in the rushing yards. I'm going way over. I think this is a game like Brian said where he could really – break out in a lot of ways i would i wouldn't be shocked i mean i'm not saying i'm gonna go lev bell in buffalo type game but it could be a big game for Najee harris if, if you're a fantasy owner start if you don't start him already you're an idiot but uh yeah you want to get him on your even your daily i got him lineup. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's do uh benjamin todd roethlisberger touchdowns one and a half brian what do you think i could see over on that i i could see two i think uh you're when you're going to see the Najee Harris, uh, um, what, when you're seeing him going into that stratosphere, I see Pat Framworth doing the same thing. And I really think they're going to uh, just start. It's not going to be a surprise anymore. Like we use them heavily one week, don't use them a lot the next week, and we mix things in. I think that they want to turn him into a Travis Kelsey. And I think that they're going to start going to him more and more as uh, I think Ben has found his Heath and I think he's convinced, convinced that he's found his Heath. So I could see him becoming a major part of it. And the Steelers finally getting a guy you say, Hey, we're doing this and you stop it. Dave BTR touchdowns. One and a half under. Oh, Okay. Very interesting. Let's go with uh, another offensive player, Mr. Patty Farmuth, with six and a half receptions over under. Brian, I I just uh, I just, just sang a song it. about him, so yeah. I've I've got to say over. Okay, Dave, six and a half receptions under six. Okay, or I'm five. Gonna take, five or I'm six. Gonna, I'm going to take the under as well. I'm going to take the under. Let's go with Steelers sacking Mr. Fields or any Bears quarterback. Uh, we'll set the line at three and a half. It could be lower, but I've seen these. I've seen these games where you think the Steelers are going to get eight, and they end up with two, and so that's why I went with three and a half. Brian over under. Yeah, what you just said right there is is very poignant because they really they really want to focus on stopping the running in this game, and I could see them not rushing a whole heck of a lot, but you know. I'm going to be disappointed if it's under two and a half when this man's been brought down 26 times. Then that does not include how many times Andy Dalton got knocked down. So with that being said, you know, let's go over on this. Okay. Dave, three and a half Steelers sacks over under. I'm going over. They're the most sacked team in the NFL. 
So I think the Steelers get at least four, but would not be surprised if they are going to get their most of the season and get them back up, um, pushing for the lead in the NFL. Yeah, I want like an eight sack night. Remember they yeah. used to do that against Cleveland all the time. They'd always get like eight sacks. That's what I want to see. In Cincinnati, they over. would, they would yeah. do that to Cincy too. I want I want two strip sacks. I want two strip sacks. That's fine. I'll take it. All right, let's go with uh, sacks surrendered. So that would be Chicago sacking BTR. I have this line set at two and a half. Brian, over under. I'm going to go under. I'm going to say two. Mm, very nice, Dave. Two seems to be the number recently. You know, you know, one or two. So I think I'm going to say under for sure because I'm hoping that you know I said I really should have said Ben Roethlisberger throw. I should have said under for his attempts, but I didn't. But uh, yeah, I think for that reason he he won't be sacked as much because I'm hoping he doesn't have to throw as much. I'm going to go under as well. Last one: Steelers turnovers one and a half. They were clean last week. Do they stay clean? Do they start a streak? Brian, what do you think? They stay clean. Go under. Dave? Yeah, I'm going to go under as well. I I mean, it'd be really nice to do it again and, and have none. I will take the under as well. All right, let's do some prediction time. Brian, how do you see this game shaking out? Dave, the current line, is it still six even? Yeah, it was six, and the over-under is 39. Sheesh. Okay. That, I think that's actually not a bad over. over no, under. it's not. It's not. It's a... All right, Brian, uh, what's your prediction for this game? Well, I'm going to take the over on this one, and I am going to uh, say that the Steelers actually crack 30, right at 30, and they get 30 points to 16 for the Chicago Bears. Say that final again. 30 to 16. Okay. Good score. I like it. Dave, what about you? What's your prediction? I'm going slightly less for both teams. I'm going with the Steelers. This I this could just be a not many possessions for the offense simply because they're I could see the Steelers completely dominating the time of possession in this game is what I ultimately want to see. And I have the Steelers um coming home victorious coming home, being at home, being victorious with a score of 27 to 9. Mm. Very interesting. I have the Steelers, and you can hear more about this tomorrow on my Let's Ride podcast, 27 to 13 victors to take the over and take the Steelers giving the points. All right, Brian, do you have trivia? Yes, I do. All right, go ahead. All right. So when you look at teams' trades, and they talk about the greatest trades in history, the Steelers are responsible for one of the greatest trades in Chicago Bears history. And if you didn't know this, you're about to find out that the Bears had got a great player at one point because of the Steelers. Now, this is probably going to give you a little idea about the era that it happened in because the Steelers received a third and a fourth round pick in a certain draft, giving up their number one the next year. So you you know how often they give up their number one. So this is... This is pre-1967, the last time they didn't have a number one pick. Who was the player that the Chicago Bears got from the Pittsburgh Steelers because of this very bad deal? Hmm. You no got to go back in the 60s. Hmm. Hmm. 
Jeff, do you have any? I'm not an I no clue. Yeah, I mean, I don't know about it. I I can't go back that far to know that who the Bears would have got from the Steelers. Well, um, because of this trade, the Bears ended up with the third overall and the fourth overall pick in 1965. With the fourth oh, was that, overall, would that, would that be would that be Gail Sayers in there? Gail Sayers Sayers was their fourth round pick, which was their own pick. So no, okay. But with the third round pick, imagine a team that took back to back Dick Butkus and Gail Sayers. And Dick Butkus, Butkus was because of the Steelers. Wow, that's a good bit of trivia. I did not know that. That that's is very good. All right. Good one, Dave. What's yours? Mine is a you know, Brian's talking about bears, he's talking trades. I'm going more with the title of the show and talking about you know, letdown games and game teams losing games they shouldn't be losing. All right, I'm I'm just gonna take a shot in the dark. This is I'm gonna ask you a number. It's kind of like you know, how many jelly beans are in the jar and stuff like that. Um, so far in the 2021 season, there have been 122 games. Out of those 122 games, right now the Steelers are favored to win by six points. How many games do you think have a team of those 122 have a team favored to win by six points or more? It's Not prices right rules. There's been some <laughs> big spreads this season so far. Um, but I'm gonna think it, I'm gonna say 25. I'm I'm gonna go 18. Okay, there have been 47 Whoa. games of six points or more. That is 38.5% of the game so far this season, not counting tonight's game in which the Jets are now down to their third quarterback, um, that, that teams have been favored by six points or more. Out of those 47 games, how many, do you, how many of those do you think the team that was the underdog won the game? 47, you said? Out of 47. I'll go I'll go nine and the answer would be 10 there have already been 10 games so far this season in which the in which a team was was an underdog by six points or more and they ended up winning the game and the Steelers have actually had a game on each end of the spectrum and you do you guys know what games those are well definitely Buffalo Buffalo, they were on that end of the spectrum. And I'd say I'll let Jeff go, but I, I have a team in mind. Well, they, they were, were on the other end. Were they favorite was Cincinnati? Um, I was going to say the Raiders. It's a, it was actually the Raiders coming off okay. the Buffalo game and coming home. They were favored by, oh, what was it? Was it six? six it, was, it was six exactly. Now, these spreads are according to um, Pro Football Reference because that's the only place that I can filter all of them and to, to look at them um, that, that pretty. Last question of them all, and you guys better know this one, because um, which one's – what has been the biggest upset this season? Meaning the the team that that overcame the biggest point spread, the Jets and, and the Bengals last week. That's my guess. That and that is absolutely correct because not only did it do that, it eliminated almost half of those remaining in <laughs> the Survivor Football League. That was a that was a pretty big one. Um, so, but yeah, but out of out of all those games that I was talking about, um, out of those forty seven games, 
24 times a team has covered, 22 times they have not covered. There was one push. So that also tells you when Vegas sets those lines, they have an idea what they're doing because it's almost 50-50. They know what they're doing for sure. All right, let's do some final thoughts here. Brian, go ahead. Mike Tomlin said something very interesting this week. Why this team doesn't pick up free agents. And it was talking about the the Melvin Ingram the third situation and basically that you bring a guy in you teach him the stealer way and they believe in the stealer way not to say that you this team is not going to pick up free agents and they've had very good success picking up free agents guy that guys that weren't born and bred as a pittsburgh steeler one of those is like a guy like arthur moats there's people like that that have come in joe hayden came in and became a stealer and so you see that happening and you think about the hostage comment that he originally said back in the Le'Veon Bell days and he dusted it off in the press conference this week. It's all about culture and the Pittsburgh Steelers have established a culture that we think we know, but those in the locker room, they definitely know what's going on there. And here's another guy that knew all about the culture and loved the culture. And it was Melvin Ingram III. But when he didn't get his way, things started going the other way when guys got healthy. And he thought he decided that he didn't want to be around because he should be playing more. He deserved to be playing more in his mind. Have no problem with that. But. The culture and the situation is understanding where you fit in the puzzle. The Pittsburgh Steelers had a place in the puzzle for Melvin Ingram III. Melvin Ingram felt that he didn't fit anymore. So did the Steelers make a mistake in bringing Melvin Ingram III in? No. Melvin Ingram made a mistake by saying, yes, I can deal with this situation. Then when he couldn't, he asked out. The Steelers did the right thing by letting Melvin Ingram go for a sixth. If they would have let him go away for a seventh, that would be fine. They didn't just make the mistake of keeping him around, keeping him a hostage, because when you keep a guy in that situation, you're going to have problems. So the Steelers did the right thing for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Melvin Ingram III did the right thing for Melvin Ingram III. So with that being said, just listen to what Mike Tomlin said the other day. It didn't work out for both of us. And that's the best way to look at it. All right, Dave, final thoughts. Well, I have something else I'm going to go into, but I actually had an idea for trivia tonight, but I couldn't actually get the information. And so I just thought I'd ask you guys this real real quick as part of it, because Brian brought it up about, about Melvin Ingram. And the Steelers having successful free agents. Have they ever had a successful free agent that they brought in during the summer or during training camp? Because Melvin Ingram was a very late signing, only out of out of more of realizing that they needed some depth, you know, after the draft and after it was even after OTAs, I do believe. So you always got to keep that in mind. It, it seemed like he really wanted a job. The Steelers really needed someone, and it was more of a deal out of necessity for both sides, then it really was a good fit. If you really want to go back and, and look at it um, in, in that context, I might be off where the date is, but what I wanted to say is I want to see a classic Pittsburgh Steelers, Chicago bears football game on Monday night. I'm I, 
everything I was doing with the over under is how how the I'd like to see things play out in my mind. And that is I want to see Najee Harris just going out there, running up and down the field, you know, go going for more than 165 yards, getting into the touchdown zone a couple times. And that's what the Steelers really do uh to, to win this game on Monday night. I just think it, it fits up fits together well for that to be the case. But more than anything, they just need to to play good team ball like they've been doing. The defense has been doing a great job playing together as a team. They did much better of staying with their gaps and their assignments this last game and coming together, you know, not having that. I mean, Cam Hayward's going to be great. TJ Watt's going to be great. You're not going to have, you don't have to have everyone be a superstar. You just have to all do your job to do a really good job together. So that's what the Steelers need to keep doing. Go out there and take care of business Monday night. All right, real quick. Thanks, Mean Joe gives us $5. Thank you, Mean Joe. And he said, you think Boz, the quarterback, was successful trick play and practices that led to the game time disaster. Um, I don't know, Brian. I'll answer this. Go ahead, Dave. Okay, go ahead, Brian. No, I I want Dave. Okay. Well, you know, I think it probably worked in practice. It worked with Alejandro Villanueva in Denver back in 2018. So they thought it worked and they gave it a shot. Dave? Absolutely. You don't do something like that unless you've tried it and tried it and tried. And I'm I'm sorry, every time when I was coaching, every time we were doing um specialties where we were, you know, kicking field goals or or practicing kickoffs or anytime we had a special teams practice, which we generally we did our special teams um the the our last practice before um a game was when when we had that designated. You never did it with half half your time was doing doing onside kicks or fake field goals or bad snaps and or things like that. That's what we did half the time because you had to be prepared for it. Absolutely, they practiced it. Absolutely, they were they were comfortable with it. I the the biggest problem I have with, like I said, I, I don't mind the aggressiveness. I don't like doing something different that can tip the team off that you're doing it and putting a putting a wing in motion or whatever it was that they said that they did or having guys not line up the same way. That's the mistake that I have to say. If you're going to do a play, you've got to try to you've got to assume that you that the team you're going against is a little bit smarter than that. But sure, they probably ran through that play tons of times in practice. Yeah, absolutely, I agree. You know, pe- people rip Tomlin for this, yet they also rip him for like you know playing conservative. They they say living yeah. in your fears, and then when he goes is aggressive, then they don't like it. Anyways, all right, good show, guys. Dave, why don't you send us out? Hey, as always, we'll see you next week as the Steelers gear up for the Detroit Lions in Week Ten. Make sure you check us out on our podcast platform and behindthesteelcurtain.com, your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. We'll see you next week. Take it easy. Oh, how it rips me, but love makes me live for tomorrow.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply